Attention SLPs and OTs with existing private practices. Are you ready to level up your private practice and your life and make this your breakthrough year? If so, join us for Make More in 2024, a free training offered on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern to discover how to shift from clinician to CEO. During the training, we'll talk about the importance of maximizing your income, adding revenue streams, setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. I'm Jenna Castro-Casbon, speech-language pathologist, business coach, and creator of the Start Your Private Practice system. And I'm on a mission to turn stuck SLPs into successful private practitioners. If you're tired of dealing with high productivity requirements, high caseload sizes, and low pay, it's time to take control of your professional, personal, and financial life and finally get the freedom, flexibility, and financial abundance that you deserve by working with private clients in your own practice. Join me here each week as I share tips, best practices, and inspirational interviews on the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. If you're a private practitioner or one in the making, you're in the right place, so let's get started. Katie Brown is an adult-focused private practitioner in Buffalo, New York. She works with adults with a variety of neurogenic disorders, such as aphasia, cognitive impairments, swallowing, and voice for people with Parkinson's. This means that she has a lot of experience billing Medicare, which is what we're going to talk about on today's episode. I first met Katie when she was a student in my Start Your Private Practice program. She joined the program back in 2019 and quit her job at the hospital that she worked at because she cared more about evidence-based practice than they seemed to, and she knew that her patients deserved more. On a personal level, she started her private practice because she wanted to have a more balanced life with her family. At the time, she had one child, and now she has two little boys. Over the past three years, Katie's practice has grown from operating out of the trunk of her old Honda to hiring employees and having her first brick-and-mortar space. She's also grown from being a student in Start Your Private Practice to being hired as one of the mentors to help support our adult-focused START students. So if you're in the START program, you also know that Katie shares amazing marketing tips and is a wealth of information when it comes to Medicare, which is what we're going to talk about in today's episode. If you're not in Start Your Private Practice, we would love to have you join us. On today's episode, we're going to talk about billing Medicare and why it's so scary for SLPs, and how Katie has made it so much easier than ever for SLPs to get enrolled, to know how to bill properly, know how to document your services, and more through her new program, which is called Mastering Medicare for SLPs. Katie eats, sleeps, and breathes Medicare so the rest of us don't have to. She's condensed her knowledge into a step-by-step program with ongoing support so that you don't have to be intimidated by Medicare and can be confident instead. Be sure to listen to the entire episode because Katie has generously offered my audience a coupon to save some money on the program. 
so you're going to want to grab it. Okay, let's get started. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to be here with Katie Brown. Tonight, we're going to talk all things Medicare. Katie is someone I've known for a long time. But this, how long have we known each other now? At least three years. At least three years. So yeah. we first got to know each other when Katie started in my Start Your Private Practice program, which we're, we'll probably talk about that a little bit. But it's so cool to have watched like your entire journey from just starting your practice to when you really started to gain traction. And for those of y'all who don't know Katie, I'm going to let her introduce herself in a second, but she's an adult focused private practitioner. She started in my program. She started gaining traction and you gained traction like pretty quickly, if I remember. And then you've really taken off from there. And now you're, you're a mentor in the program. So my students get the benefit of getting to know you. And then you have really carved out this awesome niche for yourself, niche, niche, however people say it, um, with Medicare. And so that is what we're here to talk about tonight. But for anyone who doesn't know Katie, can you introduce yourself? Of course. Yes. So uh, thank you for the introduction. Uh, my name is Katie Brown. And um, I'm a medical speech pathologist in Buffalo, New York, and I own a private practice called NeuroSpeech Solutions, where I see mostly just adults with acquired neurogenic disorders. Um, my practice has grown starting out in the back of my beat up 2006 Honda Accord, where my trunk was my office, um, to pivoting to teletherapy in my son's nursery, to now owning a brick and mortar clinic with multiple employees. So, um, you know, I got my start out with Jenna. Like she said, she's known me since I said, I'm going to quit my job and start a private practice. And she's gotten to see, um, she's gotten to see it flourish, which is which is great. Um, and like she said, uh, I'm a mentor for Start Your Private Practice now, and I help people a lot who have adult-focused private practices. I answer all of those questions. And a lot of those questions, let's get serious, have to do with Medicare, because Medicare is just big and scary to a lot of people who are just starting out. Yeah, I remember like it is scary, right? Because, you know, the unfortunate thing is that if you have a Medicare eligible client, you can't do private pay with them, right? That, that's the rule. Now, I'm going to go on the record and say I think it's a stupid rule, but it is the rule. And so we, we have to go with it, right? So for folks who want to have a private practice that serves adults, specifically Medicare eligible adults, you have to be a Medicare provider, right? Correct. So. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of share your journey of how you how you became a Medicare enroll or how you enrolled in Medicare and how you became a provider? Because I think it's probably shaped kind of a little bit about what's going on now. But take us back to the beginning of your experience becoming a Medicare provider. Yes. So it definitely has shaped my experience. Um, I did. I had to do multiple corrections for my first application. Um, you know, my first application was back in 2019. And I remember submitting it and making a tons of silly mistakes, like um, forgetting a comma in my uh, business name or uh, my, my business bank account wasn't in the correct name and yeah, all of these little things. And at that time, Medicare was taking a long time to process applications. So anytime you had to do a correction, it was 
it, it meant more weeks added on to being able to become a Medicare provider and see Medicare patients. So my first application was a little rough. I asked... <laughs> I actually had to submit another application because I initially started out as a sole proprietor. And once I changed my business status and I became a PC, I had to reapply for Medicare and get a new Medicare number. So I got to go through it twice. And I'll tell you, the second time was a lot smoother. <laughs> and now I've enrolled several of my employees as well, and it gets easier and easier every time. But unfortunately, they don't make it very simple. It, you know, it's everything, everything. You have to just kind of jump through hoops and guess. And what NPI number do I put where? And, you know, where should I put uh you know, what address should I use and all of these types of things. Um, and that's definitely helps shape my need to want to help other speech pathologists starting out. I want them to be able to feel confident and empowered to see Medicare clients rather than feeling intimidated, which um, seems to be a very common theme that I've heard from people that I, that I have um, helped mentor. Well, absolutely. Because, you know, whether you've tried it on your own and it hasn't gone that well, or you're just so scared of trying because maybe you heard that the application is long or that they reject things based on a comma mm -hmm. or those kind of things. Like those are the kind of things that stop really well-meaning SLPs who like they know they want to do this, but there's so much fear and like people get in their heads. And what if mm -hmm. I make a mistake? And all this kind of other things, right? So I think you're right to to understand that like people are intimidated, right? Now you pushed through your intimidation. Not everyone is able to do that, right? Some people get really, you know, kind of stuck there. But I'm really happy to hear that that you have been able to push through, and that you've also now started helping other SLPs, you know, work through Medicare and make it a lot less scary, right? And so a lot and, less scary. Yes. Yeah. So, I hear so many. So many people saying, I'm afraid that I'm going to break Medicare law or I'm going to go to Medicare SLP jail or <laughs> like, how do I stay compliant? Am I allowed to do this? Am I allowed to do that? And, um, you know, I wish that there was just a handbook for SLPs to just have all of that relevant information there because you really have to go digging to find stuff that's relevant for SLPs. And that's kind of one of, that's another one of the reasons why I'm making this course. Yeah. So tell everyone about the program, right? So, so basically Katie has created the program that she wishes she had when she was first starting out with billing Medicare, right? And I'm going to let her tell us about it. Um, Katie has been super generous to offer a coupon to my audience for the course. So if you are interested in the course, as she talks about it, type the word coupon if you're watching this on Facebook. If you're on Instagram, DM me. I'm at independent clinician. DM me the words Medicare coupon, and that's how I can get it to you. But Katie, tell us about the program so that people know, you know, what, what it is that we're talking about. Sure. So um, it is it it is much more of like a program. So thank you for mentioning that, Jenna. Um, you know, I initially was saying, oh, it's a course, but really, I you can't answer every specific question that someone has about Medicare 
so I wanted to bring a supportive element to this to this program by having live calls, uh, by having face a Facebook support group, yeah. having checklists and handouts, and not just video modules. The bulk of of the program is vid- video modules. I have it set up to uh, start right at enrollment, learning the basics of Medicare, learning how to enroll. I go through a step-by-step uh, electronic application. So that way you know exactly which boxes to check, which numbers to put in where, where you shouldn't forget these commas and all of those things. So that way you can get your application uh, put through right away and you don't have to go through weeks of waiting for corrections. And then once we, once you enroll and you get your Medicare, uh, you get your Medicare uh member number, your provider number, we move on to what you do when someone calls you, right? When you get your first client, because if it's, since it's not private pay, it's not just telling them your rate and saying, great, let's schedule for next week, Monday. Um, I go through, uh, you know, the specifics about compliance and intake. I go through how to check eligibility and benefits. um, And also, you know, just all of the things, what what types of questions you should be answering over the phone, because that's something that we all need to be um, all ready for. And then after that, we go over to documentation, which is definitely um, one of the biggest questions that I get. And that is, how how do I document? What in the world do I do to document for Medicare? Because you're going to hear all of these terms going around certifications, plan of cares, progress reports, daily treatment notes, like what's the difference between all of these? And they all have different frequencies that you um, have to submit them. Some have to be signed by physicians, some don't, some, you know, lot, lots of ins and outs there. So I, I create a timeline and I also discuss all of the required components of each one. So that way you're confident in knowing what you need to do in order to be um, compliant with Medicare documentation standards. So all of that is so helpful. Can I just say that from the very beginning, like having an over the shoulder view Mm -hmm. of how to apply, like to me, that's the most important thing, right? I'm one of these people who learns by doing, right? So if I can like do and watch at the same time, to me, that's awesome, right? And then what you're saying about, you know, making sure that, you know, um, checking eligibility, right? Mm-hmm. And then documentation. Again, those are those places where SLPs get stuck, yes. either in analysis paralysis or fear, or that kind of like the you don't know what you don't know mm-hmm. issue, right? Okay, sure. so, so keep going. I'm sorry that I interrupted, but I just no, you're had, fine. I just you're had fine. to say something about the over the shoulder. I, awesome. I also learn by by doing and by seeing, which is why I have a bonus for everyone who um, joins the program. They'll get sample reports. They'll get sample reports for each diagnosis. I have them, they come straight from my practice. I de-identified them. So we've got one for aphasia, Parkinson's, um, co- cognition, dementia, dysphagia, all of that. And it's all there for you. So that way um, you can see the required components in action in an actual report document, um, which I think is something that people ask me for all the time. So I said, this sounds like it is a perfect fit for the program, right? Uh, totally. <laughs> After that, we go through coding and billing. So actually getting paid for your 
you know, actually getting paid, right? Um, how to get paid on time without a bunch of denials. Quick story, the first time that I submitted a Medicare claim, it was denied three times before I finally got my check. And I'm not even kidding you when I say that I did this happy dance, a shimmy. I, it was, it was, <laughs> I was so happy once I finally got paid. And it's all because there's small little nuances that need to be included on a Medicare um, CMS 1500 form. And what I do is I go through how to fill out the form completely. I describe all of the components that are needed, how to code for certain um you know, for certain services that we provide, how to choose diagnosis codes, and then also how to fill out a CMS 1500 form. Again, there's a step-by-step -step video on how to complete one. Okay. Again, all of that is, is super valuable. I love, you know, the shimmy. <laughs> and, and one thing I have to say that like, and I remember being nervous about this too, is that, you know, some people get so worried about denials and they, a lot of people think that, you know, if you get a denial, like that's it. Like not only are you not getting that money, but you're also probably off to SLP jail, right? SLP jail, right? <laughs> SLP jail, right? But like you get a denial and then you you fix it, right? Yes. You Whatever it is that was denied, right? You can like look at it and maybe it was the comma or maybe it was, you know, the code, you forgot one number or something like that, right? You can resubmit things. Yes. So that's one thing I want people to know is that just because you get a denial, it doesn't mean that like the world is ending you're losing your license and you're off to jail, right? It just means that you got to look at it and see what you did and fix it. And so, and that sounds again, like the kind of thing that you help people through. Correct. Everything is fixable. The reason why I'm making this course though, is so that you can get it done correctly the first time and not have all of those question marks and guesswork. So that way you don't, your first claim doesn't come back as denied and having to resubmit it. But yes, everything is fixable, right? Yes. And I have checklists of common mistakes that speech pathologists use, including the three common mistakes that I made that made my, my first claim get denied. Um, yeah, but we walk through all of that. And then um, once we, so once you get paid, then we kind of start evolving into more advanced um, case scenarios. So mm -hmm. I talk about what to do if someone has a Medicare Advantage plan group therapy, maintenance therapy, um, what happens if home health is in, what happens if someone's on hospice when, when they have Medicare, whole bunch of, bunch of um, just, just different things that have come up in my practice. And I've also seen others um, come up to as well. And this is generally when people go to the Facebook groups and they go, what do I do? My patient chain their physician, right? <laughs> And you and you freak out and you say, what, uh, what do I do? Well, I have all of those answers there. And if I didn't quite answer it, um, that's where the, the live and support component comes in, where you can go to my um, exclusive Facebook group and ask the question and either myself or one of your colleagues that is in the program can answer. And I also have live calls as well where I can answer any questions live that you might have. I love it. All of this, again, it's, you're filling a need, right? Like I filled, you know, the starting a private practice need, right? Mm -hmm. And this was like another need in the marketplace where people are like, oh my gosh, Medicare, <laughs> right? And so to be able to have not only access to, you know, the program and the information, but like the calls and the community too, like that's one of the things that people 
people join programs usually for the content, right? They're like, I want how many videos and how many modules or whatever, right? But what people sometimes underestimate is the value of being in a community with other people oh, yes. who are also billing Medicare and seeing like, well, what questions do they ask? What did they do when they had the situation arise, right? And then having someone that you can ask who like eats, sleeps and breathes this stuff so that you don't have to, right? Oh, you're, you're the one who eats, sleeps and breathes it, right? So that we don't have to figure out all of these things, right? Yes. I think that's important. Yes, exactly. I've done I've done the grunt work to you know, so to say. Yeah. I've made all the mistakes um and now I just want to help others be able to do this as as easy as possible. Right? Taking the taking the scariness out of Medicare. Totally. Um there is, there is one more module. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. Yes. There is one more. And that is, yes. And that is about private pay programs. So Jenna, I know that we talked in the beginning and we said that you cannot accept private pay from Medicare beneficiaries. And that is the case most of the time. For a Medicare covered service, you cannot accept private pay from a from a Medicare beneficiary. However, there are some scenarios and especially with reimbursement rates going down um, you know, across the board for all health professions at this point through Medicare, um, we really need to figure out how to help our practices prosper. And I think one way that we should be doing this is through private pay programs. I feel like PTs have really gotten a handle on this, right? Like they do exercise groups and stuff like that. So what I do is I go through how to find a good private pay program to be able to offer your community based off of your specialty and their needs and what it looks like to provide something like that and, and walking through how, how to do that. So that way you can have that extra stream of income while still being Medicare compliant, right? We're not, we're not being fraudulent and billing Medicare clients for something that's covered. We're choosing a very niche service that is not within the, the covered services of Medicare. And we're choosing to um, offer that for a private pay rate. Okay. I love that. I also love the creativity with that, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, it's a way to provide value to your community while also providing value to your practice, like in terms of money, but still staying on the up and up and, you know, being, you know, following the, the rules and that kind of thing. Right. So I think that's awesome. Right. I mean, that sounds, Katie, this sounds very comprehensive. It is. And you want to know what? This is this is my personality, okay? Because I said, hmm, I sat there and I was brainstorming. I said, okay, people need this, right? I, I would have needed this. And I said, what would I have needed when I started out? And I had said, okay, I'm going to take take it through enrollment to, to getting paid. And then I said, well, why am I going to stop there? Why can't I talk more? <laughs> why can't I make this comprehensive and make this interactive and make it a supportive group? Um because that's just, that's just, those are the things that I do, Jenna. I can't stop. I'm like, uh, how can I make it a little bit more valuable? Um, and so that's where, where I ended up going. And that's where I decided to roll with it. And you know what? I'm really happy that I did. Well, yeah, because you're, you're a good person, right? And you just want to make sure that you're providing tons of value. For those of you who yeah. don't know, Katie, which you should also follow her, um, tell them your two Instagram handles. Yes. So I have two Instagram handles. One is um, for clinical tips and med SLP, you know, info, and that's at neurospeech solutions. 
And then my one specific to this Medicare course is at Medicare for SLPs. Awesome. So go follow her. Um, the other thing, if you're watching this on Facebook, um, Katie is generously offering a coupon to my audience. So type in the word coupon and we'll get you the special link. If you're listening to this on the podcast, then send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at independent clinician and type in Medicare coupon and I'll get you the coupon that way. But, you know, I do have a couple more questions related to like kind of logistics, if that's okay. Go for it. Okay. So at the time of this recording, mm -hmm. how long is it taking for people to get processed? Like how long is it taking applications to go through, assuming that you didn't forget a comma or that kind of thing? Sure. Um, as far as I'm, as far as I'm aware, it's taking one to two weeks for, um, wow. yeah, for everything to get through, which is amazing. I can tell you that when I first applied, it took me eight to 12 weeks to get to get my application um, accepted and approved. So I mean, quick turnarounds right now, which is fantastic, which means that you can you can start seeing Medicare patients essentially ASAP and, and just and get this ready. Okay, I love that, right? So, you know, it, the, the turnaround is quick, right? And so then then you get approved and then you have to like kind of know what to do next, right? And so that's to where you know, having, having the course contents and having the Facebook group and all those kind of other things. My other question, which is a logistical one, is for anyone who's watching who might already be enrolled in Medicare and maybe even has like a couple Medicare clients. Is this program more for beginners or is it for advanced people or like everybody? It's for everybody, honestly. And that's where, why I decided to make this more of a comprehensive course. So, uh, you know, I say right in my welcome video at the start of the, at the start of the course that, you know, even if you're an advanced clinician, you've already seen a couple of Medicare clients, you should still go through all of the modules besides the enrollment one. Um, because, you know, I give, I provide advice about what's worked well in my practice. You might learn some things that you don't know about. And then also the last half of all of the course content is really um, more advanced, like the case scenarios that I talked about um, and the private pay programs as well. Yeah. Okay. That totally makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. So for, for someone who's already underway, the second half and the middle part, whatever, everything but enrollment is going to be valuable, mm -hmm. right? As well yeah. as having like the community and you to ask questions of. Yes. Right? Yes. So and even the enrollment piece, once you get to the point where you're growing and you um, decide to hire another speech pathologist, I actually just did this and just enrolled a new speech pathologist with my um, with my business. And I went ahead and I recorded it so you can learn how to enroll someone underneath your business as well. So even the enrollment module might be um, relevant for you as well. <laughs> Well, duh, that makes sense, right? That, you know, not so, you know, so kudos, that's great that you got enrolled, right? But like, as your practice grows, enrolling other people, mm -hmm. right? So that would be a total benefit of being able to go back and do that. Um, how, you know, so people kind of have an option, right? They can either, you know, continue to kind of figure it out on your own, mm -hmm. you know, join Katie's program, or, you know, for all I know, there might be other programs out there or something, but you know, what, what makes your program different than either figuring it out yourself or maybe going with an alternative? 
Sure. So all of the programs that I'm aware about right now that are surrounding Medicare are either not SLP specific, they're meant for PTs or OTs, or they're, um, you know, short, short courses. This one is really comprehensive and it creates a community around it. So that is definitely something that it has going for it um, that I think would be incredibly valuable. Now, I also want to bring home the idea of that your time is valuable and you can do things like have, have someone else credential you. I've been told that it's that it's generally anywhere from like 150 to 250. I've even heard someone paid someone $500 to enroll them with Medicare, um, which is more than the price of my course at this current time. You know that that $500 mark is more than the price of my course for this at this current point. Um, and then you know you can have someone else bill for you, and and they can bill for you, but they're going to take anywhere from six to eight percent of the claim reimbursement which really ends up adding up in the long in the long run. And then you're also left with not having that knowledge. So if, you know, your Medicare your, your biller, I don't know, decides that they're going to quit, <laughs> then then you're scrambling, I don't know how to submit a claim, you know. I feel like it's really important to have that foundational knowledge and be able to go through this process yourself because you're just going to come out a more savvy clinician totally and business owner. Right. I mean, I think that, you know, figuring out on your by yourself can lead to a lot of mistakes, delays, mm -hmm. like, you know, just kind of missed opportunities, right? Versus like, okay, let me just, you know, sign up with Katie, follow her plan, do what she says. I've got someone to ask questions of if I get stuck, right? So, I mean, I think, you know, obviously when you also went through all of the modules like so valuable, right? Just to go from, you know, start to finish all of the steps, I think is, again, so valuable, especially for SLPs who are already overwhelmed, already don't have enough time, right? And so to be able to just, you know, follow along and do it. And again, you do this every single day, right? I mean, y'all, Katie knows how to bill Medicare. She does this every day. So I think, you know, who better to learn from than an SLP, Yes. Who is, you know, doing it on the daily, right? I agree. You know, the SLPs, we we do things, we have things differently than PTs and OTs. And you can certainly have a PT or OT help you. Um, but I felt like it was really important to make something specific to SLPs. Yeah, I love this. And uh, on Facebook, we have um, someone says, I joined Katie's program yesterday. Yay! I always love hearing that. I actually also joined Katie's program and I can say that like the Facebook group already is so powerful with, with yes. people, you know, you know, sharing wins, right? And like, you know, mm -hmm. people who have already gotten approved and whatnot and people who've, you know, gotten paid for the first time. Like it's really inspiring when you see folks who are like doing amazing things. Um, to, to wrap up, you know, again, what kind of thing, you know, what kind of advice would you give to someone who has maybe been putting this off, putting off becoming a Medicare provider, or is just kind of that stuck in that fear cycle. And is just like, I don't really know, like, should I do this? Or should I not do this? Yeah. So I always say, feel the fear and do it anyway. Push through it. And now is a great time to get, um, 
now's a great time to get enrolled with Medicare, right? The quick turnaround times, every day that you wait is another day that you're not going to be able to see a client and someone's not going to be able to get services from you. That's right. That's right. Right. There's something in business called the cost of inaction, right? Like there's a literal cost. Oh, yeah, there is not taking action on this. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, um, not only are you going without income, but people who are in your um, your community are going without services. And we know that right now, you know, with COVID and everything, that there's a lot of people who are either going without services or are stuck on wait lists. And so this is really an opportunity to be part of the solution for, you know, the people in your community and also like your own solution of, of starting to either starting your private practice or growing it by becoming, you know, in, enrolled in Medicare. I love that being part of the solution, because yes, we definitely need more medical private practice speech pathologists out there. Yeah. Private practice space is not just for the pediatric clinicians, guys. That's right. That's right. And, you know, Katie is a phenomenal example of someone who started her practice. I remember, I'll never forget that you told me that one of the reasons why you started your practice was because, you know, you worked for a hospital who didn't care as much about evidence-based practice mm -hmm. as you did. And so not only was that a big driver for you, but also at the time, I think you only had one child or you were pregnant or something, but you were, or, you know, you're wanting to have more of that balance yes. and more family time. And I think there's this, you know, misconception that private practice is, you know, better for pediatrics or something like that. There are so many adult private practices that are thriving and yours is a great example of it because there's just, there are less of them. So there's less competition. There are, there really are less of them. There are in a lot of the clinics, bigger clinics in your area, I guarantee that they see children and adults and the bulk of their caseload is probably children. Yeah. Which means there are adults on wait lists that are needing your services. That's right. That's right. Um, okay, fantastic. So I'm I'm just excited about this, right? I'm excited about anyone who is a helping people person, like at their core, which like you already were as a speech pathologist, like mm -hmm. this is just who we are, right? Yeah. But now you've been able to increase your impact even further. Not only are you helping like the patients that you're seeing through your own practice, but now you're you're helping SLPs be able to serve people through their practices. So just like the impact keeps growing and growing. And so, you know, I, I thank you for just being another person in our profession who is helping all of the SLPs, you know, level up and just become, you know, better business owners and less stressed out, less intimidated Absolutely. by something that they could really use. I know, I know, right? That empowerment and that taking the fear out of it is so important to me. I'm really excited for this program and I just can't wait to help you all master Medicare. I love it. And someone else in the comments just said, after all the problems I'm having today, I will be enrolling. Oh, <laughs> See, I'll help you. <laughs> Katie will help you. So again, if you want the coupon, type in the word coupon. If you are listening at the podcast, send me a DM. I'm at independent clinician. Just send me a DM that says um, Medicare coupon and I will send it your way. Katie, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing about your amazing, you know, your your process of becoming your own Medicare enrollee and in billing and everything else. And now how you're helping other people do it too. 
Thank you so much for having me on to discuss it. Um, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. Okay. And one more time, tell them where, where they can find more information about you too. Um, social media. Um, I'm active on Instagram. You can um, message me at NeuroSpeech Solutions. If you want to learn a little bit more specifically about the program, you can go to Jenna's link, which is medicareforslps.com slash Jenna, J-E-N-A. Awesome. Katie, thank you again for being here tonight. Thank you everyone who has been either watching or listening, and we will see you next week. All right. Take care. Bye. Don't you just love Katie? It has been so much fun to see her start her private practice and grow it and now start offering her Medicare course to help other SLPs be confident when it comes to Medicare enrollment, billing, and documentation. I am a proud affiliate for her course and are able to offer a discount for my audience. So if you want to sign up for Medicare Mastery for SLPs, just visit medicareforslps.com backslash Jenna. That's Jenna with one N. I'm a one N Jenna and sign up for her amazing program. Till next time. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week with another episode. See you then. I decided to invest in the Start Your Private Practice program because I honestly had no idea where to start. <laughs> and I just didn't really have the confidence or the know-how to be able to do that. So it was really nice to have a system that was all set up for me. I didn't have to reinvent the wheel or start from scratch. It was all there for me. And I was able to land a client within about the first week and a half of me going public with my private practice. So now I have 12 clients. It is such an invigorating and amazing experience. If you want help to start your speech therapy private practice, then head on over to startyourprivatepractice.com backslash waitlist so that you will be notified as soon as we reopen the doors to the Start Your Private Practice system. Again, that's startyourprivatepractice.com backslash waitlist. I cannot wait to help you start your private practice. Well, this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at independent clinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT Private Practice Beginners Facebook group. All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.